It's time to spice up your marriage with tips on a great relationship with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070, The Answer. I love, I love this. I love this part of the show. It's so refreshing. It's so relaxing to talk about the glory, sanctity, holiness, and steaminess of marriage every Friday at 8.30 Central, 9.30 Eastern. Now it's become just a huge, just a huge, call it a benchmark in our business, but just a huge piece of the show. Oh, you can kill the music. Yeah, you can. <laughs> Did you walk away? Oh, the music was like going on and on. Let me get to my good friend Robert Kosick, uh, Mr. Kosick, uh, author and uh, marriage coach and church deacon. And he actually writes the marriage tips and has been doing it for years now. Wrote the book Honor the Vow. Visit his website, honorthevow.com. What's up, Mr. Kosick? Happy Friday to you, Sam. I was listening to you and Denise talking about shopping and stuff, and, and my wife won't go shopping with me at all, uh, grocery shopping. I do all the cooking at the house. It's part of the Sicilian heritage and whatnot. And, and uh, so she she doesn't like the cooking, and she doesn't like going to the store. And I'll come back with the list. I have, like, five things on the list. She'll be gone. She'll be gone for an hour and a half. Well, you have, like, five things on your list. And I'll be like, yeah, well, I got those. <laughs> and everything else that I purchased while I was there. So that opposite, uh, you know, complete part that we'll talk about, she and I, just like you and Denise, uh, we definitely complete each other. I love doing the cooking. She loves doing all of the taking the stuff at the house, taking care of those things and the books and everything. And so uh, we, we balance each other out pretty well. I'm not, yeah, I am not a shopper. Uh, she went to Bed Bath & Beyond or something like that the other day. We had a big party at the house. And I think she got pillows, something pillows, whatever. She's like, I said, where are you going? This is in the evening. I got home. And she's, I'm going to go to Bed Bath and & Beyond and get some pillows. And I said, good luck. <laughs> and I, <you> know, <laughs> and I, I think I poured a Macallan 12 that a client, we got, we were lucky last week. Clients brought three bottles of different scotches as thank yous. One was, I opened up wow. a Macallan 12. I said, take care, enjoy. Yep. And she That's likes fine. to do that. And I don't like public speaking, confrontation. When there's a, a, a credit card problem, like she says, honey, use your meanie voice and you call these people. You tell them that, you know, whatever. And so I like yeah. confrontation. She doesn't. And that's the beauty. And that's, folks, follow us right now. Go to our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Mr. Kosick, by the way, marriage tip number 239. Props to you. Bona fortuna. Thank you. As we talk, uh, and this is all about just helping your marriage. Just stay strong, man. You do it for each other. The value you took before God, the community, right, family, between man and woman. And any schmuck who pulls it apart should get his ass kicked in the parking lot. Because marriage is so incredibly sacred to us. Marriage tip number 239, opposites complete. Mr. Kosick writes, the phrase opposites attract is true, but most people don't know why. We tend to be attracted to opposite personalities out of our desire to fill a shortfall in our own personalities. For example, people who shy away from risky adventurers will typically be intrigued by those who freely participate in those kinds of activities. That tension will often create an attraction between the two individuals, so one Know how to leverage your differences. One is no pressure. Attraction to a, char a character trait does not mean they have a desire to have that same trait, so don't pressure your spouse to do something like you want to do, like skydiving. Avoid extremes. Any strength taken to be an extreme becomes a weakness. Be outgoing and life of, of the party will become overbearing and unattractive if you, you, know, you screw it up. And also, opposites complete. Our attraction 
is a need or desire for something we're missing, right? Missing. So take it away. No pressure, avoid extremes, and opposites complete. All right. So where this comes up a lot is when couples are having problems in their marriage, and the phrase that comes out of the mouth all the time was, I think I married the wrong person. We're nothing like each other. You hear it all the time, and you're like, I think we made a mistake. And what I try to get them to understand is, I don't think you made a mistake. I think you're not seeing how you each can leverage each other to complete each other. You're looking at it as a area where you're competing against each other as opposed to leveraging it to strengthen and make your marriage stronger and last longer and more vibrant and all those kind of things. And so some of these things that couples look at is when someone has this, has this outgoing personality, it's the extrovert versus the introvert. Those attract quite a bit. And they're attracted to that, oh, I wish I could get up on stage and, and do those goofy things or be the life of the party, and I can't, but I can ride on your coattails because you are the life of the party, and I'm attracted to that. I'm attracted to how you make me laugh all the time. But if you get into the second one where it says you take that to the extreme where everything becomes a joke and you're always the center of attention, after a while, that thing that they were attracted to then becomes right. something that they're kind of pushed away from. So you got to be real careful with those, and that's where the people come to me and they say, I think I married the wrong person. I think it's because one person took their character trait too far or they tried to force it on the other person where they say, look, I love going out. How come you don't want to go out? You never want to be out with friends or any of that kind of stuff. Well, it's because they're an introvert. They don't want to be around a bunch of people all the time or be in an uncomfortable situation. So it's good to have those differences. Kind of bad to force them on your spouse and hope that they're going to change and become you. An introvert's never going to become an extrovert ever. You can pretend to be that way for a while, but in time you're going to get burned out. You'll need your time to be your introvert. So what I want people to understand is, is those differences that you have are really designed to complete something that you're missing in your life, but you want it to help you complete it, not dominate you and change you into being something different because you really don't necessarily want to be something different. Love it. And I love it. Yeah, Mr. Kosick writes, tell us all available on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show, for our world-famous marriage talk segment Fridays at 830 Central. I like how you say avoid extremes. Yeah, so if somebody is, quote, outgoing, and your introverted partner, like, you know, the wife is quiet and the husband's loud, but don't push it to an extreme. Like the drunk right. party, you know, loudness, breaking stuff, falling down. It, that's That becomes really quick turnoff. It does, because then, then all of a sudden now you're alienating your, your spouse as opposed to them being a part of what you're doing and enjoying you being that life of the party. Now they're pushed away and they're on the sidelines and... They don't, they don't even connect. They can't even ride on your coattails because you left them in the dust. So, so the way you look at this is, is personality types A and B. What happens is if you're like a type A personality, you're more competitive, time urgent, you're a little more aggressive. If you're a type B personality, you're more relaxed, more patient, a little bit more easygoing. Uh, so if you're an A, high attention, ready to go, you marry someone who's a B, they may calm you down a little bit and slow you down a little bit and get you to enjoy life a little bit more. But if they shut you down completely, you'll implode. You just can't not ever be around right, people. Right. So you, you just don't take it to the extreme. Balance it out, and you'll have a fantastic marriage. Robert Kosick, our world-famous marriage talk segment, Fridays at 830. We do know a couple really well. He's an A and she's an A. And you just stay, You just can't be in the room with them because they just, no. <laughs> they're just outdoing each other, both. Like, yeah, you know, it becomes a competition. Right. And you're like, guys, come, I mean, Bring it down a notch, somebody. <laughs> yeah, so that's actually a good point. When the A's and the B's get together and they're attracted to each other, if it's balanced well, you become something attractive for other people to want to be around too. But if you put two B's together, two A's together, it's a little bit more difficult sometimes because if you have two very calm, shy people, man, it's like 
trying to get blood out of her rock to get him to talk about it. You can't have a conversation. It's it, 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 it's brutal. And just the opposite with two A's, like, you know, kind of like you talked about some of your guests come on. Just say, hey, happy, welcome to the show, and then you can go get some coffee or something because they're going to run 100 miles an hour. You never get to say a word. Like, like thanks. And, and you're never on the same yeah, topic, and everything's competitive, and they're outdoing each other while talking, and they're just, you're just like – but what uh, I don't see is that physical, that kind of cozy love, this one particular yeah. A, A couple. You, there's no holding hands. There's no cuteness. There's no smiles. There's no winks. And we've yeah, known them Those are the things that, that are on the B. They're more on the B person that's that more attractive, more cuddly, more stuff, and it's not there, so they don't know to do it. So, so the opposite of is, is really important. Got it. Our world-famous marriage talk segment continues. Mr. Kosick also writes the hot and heavy marriage tip, and the word is triggers, okay? Triggers. Triggers are typically used in a negative context, meaning something that causes a person to flash back to a traumatic event. Triggers can also have a positive impact when they cause a person to flash back to an enjoyable event. When it comes to intimacy, Actions such as running your fingers through your spouse's hair or giving them foot or back rub can trigger their mind to flash back to previous times together, which will result in a desire for more of these events. So talk, talk, tell everybody about positive triggers. So positive triggers. I've done a lot of work with our military in the past with PTSD, and these triggers come up, which, which makes your brain shut off. It just I can't go back to that area. The positive is just the opposite. So if I have a trigger, something that uh, you do, whisper in my ear, kiss the back of my neck, if my wife does that, or runs, if I run my fingers through her hair or something, it may cause you as a trigger for your mind to flash back to maybe the last time that you did that and what that led to or something that was uh, uh, an emotional fun time. And when that happens, your mind is opposed to shutting off, like with PTSD, it actually opens up and you kind of lose yourself in the memory of that other event. It could be something as simple, gosh, when we used to go for walks, I loved those walks. I loved holding hands, and you think of the breeze blowing through your hair or whatever. It's nice, cool afternoon, like the Saturday's going to be a beautiful day for a walk. If you go for a walk, it'll remember, help you remember, things were great then. We loved each other. We had great times together. So if you're in a real tense time in your marriage, you might want to go back to some of these times that when you had good times and some of the things that you did during those good times will help your mind then focus on the positives as opposed to whatever negatives are in front of you today. And that trigger then becomes something that kind of squashes a lot of the negatives in your mind and, and really focuses on the positives. And that then just is a snowball effect. Once that happens, you just start building and building more and more desire towards each other. And that comfort and that warmness and that you say the eight couples didn't have, it generates that. And, and it kicks in all the different chemistry in your body that releases endorphins and all kinds of great things. So those triggers are things to think about. When we held hands, we got closer. So you may want to hold hands more. And just little things like that, if you think back over time, what generated that closeness to us, and let's do more of those things. Love it. Love it. Our world-famous marriage talk segment. Uh, find all the content on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show, written by Robert Kosick, who is a uh, marriage coach and a, an author, wrote the book Honor the Vow. That's how we first met years ago. How many years ago, Mr. Kosick? 2000 and into 2010, so gosh, almost nine years ago. Gosh. Yeah, and uh, we're up to marriage tip number two. 239. That's outstanding, bro. 239 marriage tips, all available yeah. on our Facebook page and iTunes as well. And you can watch us when you go back and catch the show, stuff like that. So, all right. Thank you so much for all you do. I hope we could save one marriage across America. Just one marriage that was about to implode. 
hears us and goes, eh, I'm going to listen to those knuckleheads. <laughs> I'm going to listen to those schmucks. <laughs> yeah, 12, 15 minutes a week, I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but it can make a radical difference if we could just change the way you think. And and we set out that when we first did this, we said, if one marriage gets changed, everything is worth it. And we've been doing this for eight, nine years, whatever it's been now. And we've heard um, dozens of, of folks that have been changed, uh, that have been separated, moved back in and worked out their marriage. Right. So. It's, it, it's, it's important, and it's making a difference, and, and I just am honored to be a part of it, and I want to thank you for that. Oh, like, sir, it's a mission we have. Look, it's generational, and when you think about saving one marriage and the damage it's done through divorce and how it affects the generations after that, the children, the grandchildren, and all that, um, one family at a time. It's always one marriage at a time. That's all. It's, a, it's, a, it's an honor to do it. Have a blessed weekend. I'll talk to you next Friday. Absolutely. You have a blessing. You, you got it. Ciao. Oh, Dean Martin, baby. Volare. Come with me. Andiamo. Take it, Dean, to the break. Back in a second. <laughs> Back in a second. AM 1070 DHS.